Hello, everybody. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Around the Campfire podcast. We are so excited to have you with us. Um, for those of you who have listened to all four episodes, congratulations. You are our favorites. And then as you've listened to, you know, three, two, one, it goes down less and less. Um, but yeah, so just know that it's not too late. You can go back, listen to all four and, you know, be our favorite. So, uh, yeah. Devin, how are we doing today? Uh, doing pretty good. Sorry, I was in the middle of catching my breath. Um, dude, I'm stoked. Thursdays are always my favorite. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we, we record on Thursdays, um, but we um, post the episodes on Wednesdays. So, yeah. Thursdays are always my favorite. Um, hanging out with you for a little over two hours sometimes, yeah, usually, I think. Usually. Um, Doing fantastic, For man. Sure. Happy that you're here. You um, you brought me some beer. I did. Yes, and local. What are we? I? What are we drinking? We are drinking uh, another Marquette beer, actually. Um, I actually don't even know the name, but it's from Black Brack. Wow, from the top, Black Rock's <laughs> from the top again. <laughs> hey, Craig, can you edit this out? Yeah. Austin, sorry, yeah. Austin, edit this out. Just go ahead and get rid of that. Um, from Black Rocks Brewery up in Marquette, Michigan. Um, it is a tequila, tequila barrel <laughs> aged Micus IPA. Is that I, how you pronounce that? I'm not sure. I think it's a fish. I've never heard of it. Is that how do you spell it? M literally my kiss IPA. Oh, well, that's a loose end that we'll tie up in episode. Yeah. We'll let you know if it's five. a fish, I'm assuming. And it's gotta be Michigan native if it's. I mean, this is like a Michigan brewery. Yeah. But I don't you know, know. Speaking of just Michigan brewery, real quick. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that Michigan people are like really proud to be from Michigan? Oh, yeah. Like you go you go to any other state and there's really not a lot of like self-state promotion. But we have like M22, for example, the clothing company that's yeah. all Michigan based. Oh, we yeah. We have so many shirts with like the love where the, oh, yeah. the heart is Michigan yeah. mitten kind of tilted. And then you, you started seeing that for other states after that. I mean, maybe I just noticed it in Michigan because that's where I live. But, but like then we, we promote way harder than any yeah. other state, dude. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, it's actually, we are um, visitors bureau, whatever, the, the pure Michigan, but it didn't always used to be that. Um, is one of the most successful in the world, actually. It is, yeah. I was they, actually going to say that. I didn't know you knew that. Oh, yeah. I've done uh, – so I was a hospitality major in tourism management in college, and every class they made mention of it, I like, without fail. Oh, yeah, yeah Beer Michigan, you know, because it's like tourism class. Right. And <clears throat> they say – they said for every $1 in marketing money that they, they invested, the return is like $7 – in that's outside revenue coming in that's astronomical yeah and they they track that through like credit card transactions and stuff so that's not including cash right but that's how they do it and they figure yeah at at 7x so it's pretty crazy i think that has a lot to do with why people are so proud to be from michigan yeah i mean i'm proud to be from michigan it's a a cool state but i I just noticed like we have so many like founders has all the beers brewed yeah. specifically for Michigan. Oh, yeah. We have the clothing companies that are, like, made in Michigan. Yeah. And it's, it's like, huge. You just don't see it as much. Right. The um, I, When I lived in Texas, you see a lot of it there as well, but it's a little bit different. 
like in okay. terms of like they're not like look how great our state is they're like look at all my freedoms you know <laughs> <laughs> which is also great but they're like a little more like about that right. than like oh you gotta go to this awesome place or like we're more yeah love the lakes like great like, lakes we are Michiganders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like wear it with pride. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm more of like a Mich- Michigan wanderer. I just like to. I like to go places. I like to wander. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm Craig. I need you to. <clears throat> I need you to trademark that. I'm a Michigan wanderer. Michigan wanderer. Yeah. <laughs> Seth, you can join me as well. We can. Okay. For sure. That. For sure. Um, back in high school, me and my friend Logan, we used to always like, whenever we were like, it was like a good night or like whatever, we'd be like. Ah, yeah, good times, Great Lakes, Pure Michigan. Like, we'd just throw that out. And then, we like, when we, like, would go other places, we would do the same thing, but relevant to where we were. So, one time we went to San Antonio together, and we would do, like, good times, Gulf of Mexico, Pure Texas. Just like <laughs> it doesn't, it stu- doesn't flow as good. It doesn't. It's just the stupidest thing. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, so. Another, so far, I mean, I'm, like, four sips in. Yeah. I'd say, uh, just bring it back to the beer real quick. Yeah. Pretty pretty decent. It's I'm gonna need yeah. to finish the glass. Maybe have a second one. Yeah, to definitely. give you a full review. Definitely. Um, to throw it back in your court though, or throw it back in my court for you, I brought another exotic fruit. I yeah. forgot last. I forgot last week. Bring it out. Let's see what we got here. Yeah. So, uh, Horrocks, <clears throat> non-official sponsor. Um, scrolling, or, or not scrolling, rolling through the aisles when uh, this fruit. Jumped out of jumped me. And I was like, literally. I need to go. I need to come bring this for Seth. So uh, here it is. Okay. Um, so do you? Do I get a name first, or should I give a description and then you afterwards give me the name? I'll give you the name afterwards. All right. Okay. Ready? So we got two. Are these the same fruit? Or are they two different fruits? They are the same fruit. Okay. Just different varieties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we have it's like one a rare exotic fruit. Th- is what I've been told. This is. <clears throat> if I had to describe it, it is a lemon. Currently transitioning into a pineapple is how I would describe the looks of it. Yes. And then the second one is uh, like a, a red onion trying to um, disguise itself as a flower. Okay. Is how I would describe it. So spot on. Honestly, it's, spot on. That's the outside. The yeah. inside is uh, <laughs> a nice gray with black seeds. But it looks delicious. Yeah. So um, I'm going to let you try it first because I'm holding my microphone right now. Okay. But apparently you can just kind of pick it up and oh. spoon it in. It, it kind of has the consistency of like a... Ice cream. Yeah. It's like... Okay. We're going to give her a whirl here. Let me know what you think because I haven't tried this yet. The the onion flower is delicious. The Okay. The seeds in it have the consistency of a... If you've ever drinking like a shake with a chia seed in it, mm-hmm. that's what those taste like. All right, go for that. Going for the yellow. Here, a little bit bigger seeds. Mm, yellow one's sweeter. Really? And the seeds are crunchy. This is this is this is so crazy to me. This is incredible. So I'm glad they're eat- cold. Yes, they are. I would eat this. Oh, I, I would. Those I mean, are I, yours am, to finish. I am eating this, but um, so what you're eating right now is dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Yeah. Is it bad that I, I've heard that, but I had no idea this was dragon fruit? I feel like there's going to be people out there listening who are like, this guy had dragon fruit in front of him and didn't know there was dragon fruit? Because I feel like I've heard that kind I've of I've heard of dragon fruit too, but like you've only really ever had it or seen it in like yeah 
Like you've seen it in like <clears throat> what like drinks, like oh, this is dragon fruit flavor. True, the yellow one is lit. <laughs> Big fan of the yellow one. <laughs> Seriously. Also, I want to backtrack a little bit. This is so cool. Um, so it turns out, um, if you listen to the previous episode where we tried the leche fruit, which I don't know if that's milk in Spanish or not, but I think it is. That's but anyway, leche, leche. We had lychee, lychee. Sorry, um, and I said it, it reminded me of the fruit from land of the lost yes um it turns out just any exotic fruit that i don't know what it looks like i just that's the description i give it because the first thing i thought when i saw these i thought hey that looks like the fruit from land of the lost when they were excellently eating narcotics so just for the record um don't if you you know know what that fruit looks like in the movie it probably looks nothing like this but it's exotic so in my mind i'm like oh must be that this is this is pretty tasty yeah i uh won't lie you know what's funny though? I thought that I thought for sure I would have bet money on it that the pink one would have been sweeter than the yellow one because like color bias. Yeah, yeah. Like I think of a lemon, right? Those no, are that's not true. sweet. Yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with the ripeness because these seeds are definitely bigger as well in this. They're different, but delicious. I would eat that. This one is product of Mexico. I'm curious to know the pink how. One. <clears throat> I think your yellow one has a sticker on it. This is a product of Mexico. Sweet Seasons Dragon Fruit. Hmm. Treated by irradiation. Irradiation or radiation? <laughs> irradiation. Yeah. What does that even mean? Is that radiation <laughs> and irrigation combined? I, I don't know. But if I'm eating Chernobyl fruit, I really don't care. <laughs> it's delicious. It's delicious. I would eat it again. Um, yeah. So mine so. is pooling liquid at the bottom. I kind of want to try the liquid. Oh, I'm sure it but tastes this is delicious. That, this, you know what? If you had a spoon, like given that you have a spoon, this might be one of the easiest fruits to just like snack on. It like comes in its own bowl. Right. I mean, outside of like oranges and apples, <laughs> which no bowl required. <laughs> I definitely put it up there. You know, like grapes can get crushed. This probably isn't getting crushed. No, but this is definitely much easier to eat than the lychee fruit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not taking that, like, on a bus, Mm-mm. on a bus trip. You know? I guess you're really not taking this either. You could, though. And you could. You, know, you could, more so than the, the leche. Yeah, the, the skin, the fruit of the flesh, skin, I don't really know. The skin, yeah. yeah. Well, it's thick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, With two C's. So, Devin, I, this week, received a package. Okay. In the mail. and That does nothing for me. Had no idea who it was from um, at first until I opened it up. I, I thought maybe my, you know, one of my family members, because we share an Amazon Prime, had accidentally shipped me something, and it was for them. And then actually right. Maddie was like, uh, I think that's for you. Um, and then we deduced who it was from. So, it's it's from a listener. Um, so go ahead, just just give this an open. I want to get your um, get your impression of it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll fire this bad boy up. I know what it is. Devin does not. Why? Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was it was podcast related, or I would have waited. If a listener ever wants to send us anything again, make sure we know so we can open it together. Right. I feel a little. Hey, left out. Well, to be fair, it was really to me, but I'm sharing it with you. Okay. <clears throat> so, box is I opening. I know what this is. <laughs> instantly knows. I instantly know. 
This is cool. <laughs> what do we got, cool. Devin? <laughs> well, okay, hold on. <laughs> I opened up two flaps of the box, and what I can deduce from seeing it is that it's a campfire. It is a campfire. Yeah. It is a a little electric fan with red stringers, stringers that appears like a fire. Um, this is from... Like I said, a listener, but that listener also happens to be my mother-in-law. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta thank love it. you, Mrs. Mother-in-law yes, of Seth. Mrs. Camps. Mrs. Um, Camps. Very grateful. We're going to have this plan, so it gives us the whole campfire effect in here. So, um, Yeah. Give me two seconds. I'm going to pull it out of the box. Should we Should we get it set up and, and flow in here? I, so? I, I don't think we can record anymore I without know. this. The ambiance would not be there. So... Yeah, so again, thank you, Mrs. Camps. Um, it's 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 super, it's just funny. I love it. So Maddie, my wife, was like, I think it's a campfire, because I had no idea. I was like, is it like a, because I wasn't thinking for the podcast when I got it. Right. And, and stuff, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug this bad boy in over here. Yeah, I'd, yeah I, I want to see it. Um, I'm actually kind of impressed with myself that I knew what it was so quick. Because look at that. <laughs> yeah, you definitely were had it quicker than I did. Um, okay, it's up and running. Um, I know you guys can't see it, but we will definitely Post a picture be posting our... a picture, probably yes. a video even. I don't think it would cook s'mores considering it's just a light and a fan. Um, it, it, from here, I'm like seven feet away. It looks remarkably like it like so it's like that's a campfire <laughs> it's, it's even producing like a nice flickering light it is incredible um unfortunately i don't know if we can have it running right now it's a it little loud picking up on your microphone it is yeah. a little loud okay i'm gonna go ahead and unplug it and then we're gonna figure that out for next episode yeah because i absolutely love that thing that is fantastic yeah shout oh. out to miss camps yeah mrs camp sorry um shout out to all of our listeners um i it's been awesome except Mrs. Camps is on a right because she sent us yeah, stuff. She's yeah, for sure. Um, but it's it's been cool. I so I've been posting you know stuff on Facebook and stuff on Instagram. And one thing that I have found a little intriguing um, is the like my my grandmas and aunts. Shout out to them. Same. Who I, yeah. like when they see it, they're like, "Have so much fun on your trip! Like it's gonna be a blast. Looks like you're loving life." And I'm like. I am loving life. I am having a blast. I got back a week and a half ago. <laughs> you know, they they just don't know that. So, um, but I, I love the support. It's been it's been cool, and so thank you to them. Yeah, I you know shout out <laughs> to my aunt and uncle. Yeah, um, they've been really listening. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. They give and us a message. Everyone, and they're like, yeah. loved the episode. Great energy, guys. I'm like, I've never had fans before, but Devin's aunt and uncle. Thank they are you. they are top tier, <laughs> and and Mike, uh, Uncle Mike, which everyone has an Uncle Mike. I, I have I had had an Uncle Mike, yeah, yeah. Everyone um, does. I hope you like the episode about Boundary Waters, and I hope Seth's adventure uh, gets you super psyched to go on an adventure. Yeah, um, Seth. Yes. Today we're talking a little <clears throat> about I think gear. Yeah. And gear related topics. Yep. Um, maybe. We want to touch on some of our favorites, some of our not so favorite pieces of gear. Yeah, I know you'd mentioned like, uh, what'd you say like a 
a piece of gear you'll never get rid of, even though it's like useless. Yeah, useless gear that just yeah. sits in your yeah. gear bin um, that you'll never use. So, I mean, I'll you know, I'll toss the mic to you. Yeah. Um, where do we where do we want to start on that? Yeah, I uh, well, you can just jump right in. Um, well, well, for starters, I feel like we should say if you're looking for a comprehensive gear list, look no further. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. No, this is probably not it um, in terms of like, oh, I'm packing for this trip. What should I bring? We'll give you some good tidbits um, yeah. and stuff. But again, Something to nibble on. Yeah, we're going to go more general and kind of share some of our insights into gear. Rather than getting into, you know, what downfill means. 800 fill down and this and Please, that. Please, like, what does that mean? Um, the higher, the warmer. But it's something like... I don't know. It's Let's, per square inch or something. Craig, Craig if you want to um, figure out what the different number, because like that's kind of like, you know, what a what thread count of Egyptian right. stuff do you have on your right. sheets? Yeah, I don't know. What does it mean? Yeah, right. It has something. I know it has something to do with so the bigger amount. the better is true in the case of down. Is what yeah. you're saying? Right. It's okay. it's something like that. But I mean, like. I, I couldn't tell you the science behind it. That's the main reason this won't be a very technical episode is because we're not technical experts here. We are um, novices who, um, yeah, just enjoy enjoy using it. So, yeah. I um, yeah. love my gear. I what? obviously wish I had certain things. What? Um, but like, Let's start there. Yeah. What is one piece of gear that, you know, your house is burning down. You can only grab one piece of gear. What are you grabbing? But try not to think of it in terms of cost. Think oh, of it in see, terms that's, of importance. See, that's tough because I have a special jacket <laughs> <laughs> that I don't want to, that I don't ever want to part ways with. Like, um, but I think it would be my backpack. And your backpack, which Ooh. is? I just have a Gregory uh, 65 liter uh, backpack, but it's just solid. I, I I love the quality, the build quality of it. I love the placement of its pockets. I love the straps and the harness that it has on it. And it has a really, really nice built-in rain cover that I didn't know I had until <laughs> after I had gotten rained on. Um, <laughs> but I think it would probably be my pack. Um, and if it wasn't my pack, it would be... My Arcteryx Alpha IS jacket, just oh, for the so simple bougie. fact that I know what I paid for it and what it actually costs, <laughs> and I know that I wouldn't be able to replace it with a like just like yeah. without like it weighing on my mind. Right? Like Kelsey would probably be like, "You did, you did what? Mm. Like, you, well, you got lost in the fire. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I need to replace it." Tell insurance. So I had a rain jacket. It was six hundred dollars. Nine hundred. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So for anyone who doesn't know, Arterix is um, like top of the line. They over-engineer their, oh, like their stuff. Yeah, but it's like it is the best of the best, but I, I don't own any. You don't own any? No, I used to have an Arterix shirt that I got on sale, and I left it at an Airbnb in Tennessee. And no, I do not want to talk about it. I, I emailed the guy and was like, hey, I le- did you find this shirt? And it it was there. 100%. Nope, didn't find anything while we were cleaning. I'm like, you son of a gun. I know. You I know, know the cleaners. I left a pair of um, almost $400 noise-canceling headphones inside of a rental car. Yeah. Hertz. 
rental car to be exact. Did they give him back? Uh, I messaged him like 15 minutes later after I dropped the car off, but I was already kind of yeah. leaving. I was gone. And I was like, hey, I left some headphones in there. Like, we didn't see him. And <laughs> of I was course like, you didn't. <laughs> well, the person who cleaned the car did. <laughs> <laughs> they, they found it. They found him. They now are but, um, $400 richer. Yeah. I, oh, it's, I, a I see, it's a toss up because that jacket is amazing. Yeah. And like, I could use it to sleep in. It's that warm because yeah. it's insane. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, they're super nice yeah it's amazing it's insulated um but it's synthetic so the jacket weighs next to nothing is wayne wayne rain and waterproof uh it's amazing that's nice the the thing i've kind of come to realize about arcteryx over my my years and like i said i don't own any um but when i used to guide in colorado um we'd have people come on these trips who had never camped before, never done anything outside, but um, we provided like the backpacks and stuff, but they needed to come with their own clothing. And so we'd have people show up with like, I'm not exaggerating, probably $2,000 worth of gear. Oh my gosh. And, you know, they're going to use one time. Right, one time, you know, maybe next year as well. Like if they come back. No, next year they're buying, they're, giving that stuff away and then yeah. they're buying the newest of the new. Oh yeah. And it's like, I'm like, I'm out here with like goodwill socks and underwear, like scrounged together gear. I just got out of college. have no money. Says the guy who I know this is a fact because your freaking sleeping pad <laughs> is, held to- <laughs> is held together. Well, you know, there's there's certain things to spend money on and there's certain things that are just they're just I, good enough exactly you know? and and i think that's what gear comes down to and i think we'll, we'll touch about that yeah. but i just for the listeners out there did not pay nine hundred dollars for that jacket i hope not um i paid 150 which is i mean the thing is if i come across a 900 hundred dollar jacket for 150 even if I don't need it, I'm probably going to buy it. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, it's almost like a moral thing at that point. So I remember. I have to. So what's funny is I had no idea what, the, what I had bought. I saw Arcteryx. I saw the original price tag and I saw the current price tag. And I was like, <laughs> I don't care what it is. It fits me. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. And so I went upstairs. Cause it was, it was I, I bought it at a used gear uh, sale at Moose Jaw. And I went upstairs and I was like, hey, I'm on the phone with Paul. I said, hey, uh, there's a lot of good stuff downstairs. You should probably get over here and then buy some stuff for yourself. He's like, okay. I was like, I got this really nice Arcteris jacket, and I'm going to go get some stuff for Kelsey. Uh, lo and behold, they uh, they come, uh, my friend John and Paul, um, and then the, the other disciples. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, they, um, they came, and we, we got some stuff, and I remember I went over to Paul's house, and I was like, it's mid-July. It's like yeah. 90 degrees. And I went over there and I was like, this is the jacket I bought. He's like, no way. The Alpha IS jacket? I was like, yeah. <laughs> of what? course, like, you knew exactly what it is. Exactly. He goes, dude, I've been researching this. I want it so bad. I was like, yeah, I got it for 150 bucks. And he was like, <gasps> jaw drops to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for the listeners out there and the microphone sounds. But he, I will never forget this moment. We're in his living room, 90 degree weather. He has the jacket on. <laughs> He's like... I could just tell. Yeah. He was like, oh, my, this is the jacket of my dreams. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> and me, I'm like, profusely. I saw the logo, which I hate to say this, but I was a total uh, brand whore yeah. in this moment. I saw the logo and I just knew I had to have the jacket. Mm-hmm. Turns out 
<laughs> it's one of my best friends. <laughs> Dream jackets. Yeah. Just it wouldn't fit him anyway. It was a little too big. But right, that's the way it goes though sometimes. Yeah, and it's like I I told myself originally I was like, okay, I can probably resell it for like six hundred bucks, and then I was like, no, mm, I'm keeping it. <laughs> or just once ninety degrees, you're like, no, nah, I'm never. Gonna it's fancy. I hiked in uh, Yellowstone in the middle of winter. Yeah, uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Like I did so much stuff in it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's technically an alpine climbing jacket, so it's like as light as a feather. I'm actually gonna get it out of my closet, and you can try yeah, it out. I'll try it on, on the sure. podcast it is for nine, right now. Ninety degrees. It is also bright right red. Yeah, no, like you're, you, you'd get um, mistaken for a ski patrol. Yes, if you're on at a resort. Ski, ski yeah, resort. I yeah. have refrained from snowboarding or skiing in it uh, because I don't want to rip it. That's fair, and I don't want to just like do some stupid. Right. Um, but it, I. I also, uh, the day I got it, took a shower with it to test its Gore-Tex oh capabilities because <laughs> it was July and it was yeah, not raining. Not and I was raining, like, I, I want to see what I got. That <laughs> thing beads water like it's, it's, nice. it, it is, it is its it job. Is, yeah. Literally. It's um, but yeah, it works nice. both on the inside and the outside. So like, it's very moisture wicking. That's good. Um, and it doesn't pool on the inside. And then on the outside, you could just. There's sometimes like if you've ever. I'm gonna go grab. If you ever hiked in a rain jacket, um, that doesn't breathe very well, it's almost like there's a storm forming inside of the jacket as well as outside of the jacket. In that it is, there are storm clouds, and it just the condensation is is just crazy. Um, okay, we got this jacket. I'm going to try it on quick just because I, so I know what the name of this episode is going to be. It's going to be, uh, the name of this episode is going to be, wait, you don't own any Arcteryx. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Seth's trying this jacket on. Like I'm already sweating. I feel good though. Like <laughs> this is a good that sweat. Is, though? It's very cozy. It is very cozy. You look fantastic. Yeah. So what's it's crazy though. It's it's a very warm jacket, but it's warm when it needs to be, and it's breathable when it needs to Are be. Are you a spokesman for Arterix? Because I feel like you're giving me the full pitch right now yeah, on I mean, why I'm I really, too need this nine hundred dollar jacket. I'm really gunning for a job there. So <laughs> they're up and in I'm what, not Vancouver? good enough to be. An, yeah, I'm not good enough to be an engineer. So like, I'll just market <laughs> their products like crazy. Beautiful. Do you know that Arcteryx has like a more fashionable brand called Valence? I didn't know. Which is even more expensive because it's the same durability and quality of their normal stuff, but meant to look like streetwear fashion. Of course it is. <laughs> That's classic. Classic yeah. Arcteryx. So <clears throat> in, term, in terms of gear, um, Arcteryx, obviously one of the best brands, but most of us on our normal you know, salaries can't afford it. Except you, Okay, I am literally about to start <laughs> beads of sweat dripping on my face. I got to take this jacket off. I'll be right back. Uh, except you, John James. You own more Arcteryx than the Arcteryx store itself. Um, oh, as nice as that jacket is, I am relieved to have it off because I was, I, I started, I'm also a hot guy, yeah, like in terms really of body are. heat. Not, yeah. Not anything else. Um, but yeah, so you have, you have, um, kind of two two ideas with gear you know you have the the buy nice or buy twice gang yeah that you know oh i'm gonna invest the money so the gear lasts a long time and then you have the, I, I fall into the third category which is i buy nice 
used gear. Right. That that's the nice middle ground. But the because other like side Patagonia, of it, Arteryx, um, North Face, Merrill, Rab, all those companies you can buy used gear on their website. Yeah. Because um obviously they're all really sustainable companies, but even if it's been used for like three seasons, it's still fantastic. Yeah, they usually repair it, like yeah. broken zippers and stuff, and then resell it. Yeah, um, warranty claims. You you have the the other side of the camp that's your military surplus crew that uh, go yeah. and just buy buy that stuff, or people like my brother in law who has a life hack for everything. He's always got a way to like save money and, and do stuff. He's very thrifty. So he's a huge couponer. Uh, he, he, not a couponer, but okay. So this is the type of thing he'd be like, Oh, you want a nice down sleeping bag? Here's what you do. Go to a thrift store, buy a down comforter. Just go to thrift stores, find a down comforter. That's cheap. You know, that's gross. It it can be as disgusting as you want. It doesn't matter. Buy it. The the more disgusting, the better. Well, you know, you (laughs) you don't want the feather smelling like smoke, but yeah, he's like, doesn't matter if it's stained, buy it. He's like, then buy or just find in your closet like an old crappy sleeping bag, cut a little hole in it, fill it with down, all of the, all of the insulation out and then stuff it with down. (laughs) Boom. You have like a $15. He's done this. I don't know if he's done it, but that is something he's legitimately been like, oh yeah, this is a great life. (laughs) Life hack, which it is, honestly. No, like that, if, if you're balling on a budget, or even not, if you're balling on a budget, I was gonna say, like, and down then you, is down. Yeah, you just sew it back up and, and stuff, and so it's hilarious. But like, he's so there's there's like that type of person who are saving money at every corner, and then there's the people who buy Arteryx everything to use it. John James, yeah, not at all, or once, and then yeah. But I fall somewhere in the middle as well with you on that. I, I believe in investing in, in certain pieces of equipment that I don't want to fail. Yes. And then there's other things like I just don't think are worth the money. Yeah, like I want to invest in a nice rain jacket because right. I don't want to invest in a rain jacket if it's not going to do its job. Right, yeah. If you're soaked or if it's not breathable at all, you're better off just without one. And so that's that's also a piece that you can incorporate into – your everyday life like that's oh, yeah. not exclusive. i don't carry an umbrella anymore i just yeah, have a rain you just jacket. have a rain jacket and so you can just throw that on and it's it's great um so like there's certain pieces like that that i'm like if you can use it in everyday life it's probably worth spending a little bit more money on like a down jacket is another one if you live somewhere that gets cold like here in michigan you know yeah. a puffy jacket in the fall or you know on a, a mild winter day or you know sometimes even a colder winter day that's great you know so it's, it's multi-purpose multi-use yes i i completely agree with you and it's like with those surplus store people i i don't think i could ever buy a wool anything these days because i've been yeah i've seen the <laughs> other side and like for me backpacking i can't carry a 15 pound wool anything because i'm like well 15 pounds it just doesn't make any sense anymore i will say that jacket's 1.6 pounds yeah and way warmer if if that and yeah yeah. the the one thing i will say i have you ever seen like the sailor sweaters no they're like okay heli hansen another oh popular brand they they're like they sell these it's like old school knitted wool sweater that apparently they wear sailing I don't know why, but it's like kind of an old school sailing thing. 
and they look so cool. It is, I see somebody wearing that and I'm like, that is a handsome man. And for whatever reason, they have like, I don't know, they always have like the perfect ginger hair, which is kind of an oxymoron. But, um, so I just typed into Google sailing jacket. No, it's not a jacket. It's a sweater. Sailing sweat. Well, they, Helly Hansen makes sailing jackets too. I don't, yeah. Helly Hansen's like very known for, for that realm. They're really good for, um, skiing and snowboarding too. They're typically, typically what your ski patrol will be wearing. That's like the, they sponsor a lot of the big resorts. Ah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to. Craig. Okay. Craig, I'm going to need you to look this up, dude. But that's just sucker. Or one of the things I'm a sucker for is like a nice wool sweater, but I would never take it on a trip. Um, you just, I just want one. get your fall photos taken. Yeah. I want to be out on a I want to be. brisk October day. Apple orchard. setting a sail into with what into boat? The day. I, well, I don't know. I got to find someone with a boat and someone with a sweater. Okay. You know, have you ever seen new girl? <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, when Nick puts on the sweater and he's like, <laughs> I want to sign up bill into law that's the same feeling but like different type of sweater yes okay but like it just transforms. i feel like if i put it on it would transform me so i feel like anything you put i i just watched you put my jacket on and you transformed it felt good you were headed to everest (laughs) i had to to pull you off that train you were (laughs) i was ready yeah i was halfway up oh yeah um but yeah i um in in terms of gear there's a few um laws or principles that I got taught as I was kind of learning that were very significant for me and kind of helped me figure out how to figure the gear thing out. And like I said, this isn't, you know, necessarily the best spot to figure out the nitty gritty, but, um, a few basic principles that were taught to me. You ready for them? Lay it on me, dude. Also, I can confirm the yellow is sweeter. It is sweeter. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's a ripeness thing or what, but, um, yeah. So some of the basics that I was taught and that, uh, remain true to this day. Um, number one, synthetic over cotton. So anytime you're going to be in the back country or even like hunting and fishing for the day, you're better off with synthetic materials. So that's like nylons, um, you know, anything that's not, Cotton. Like cotton. That's essential. <laughs> pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty simple. But like cotton t-shirts, you sweat through them. They're not going to dry. Cotton yeah. socks, that's a great way to get blisters yeah. and or a million other things. Synthetic underwear will change your life. I wear them every day, even in everyday life. Speaking of which, the two most important things in my mind, socks and underwear. Yeah. Like good socks and underwear go so far. And I wear them like to work and stuff now even. Mm-hmm. I Me just too. darn tough socks every day. Yes, sir. And then I like, I wear outdoor research underwear or ex officio. Never heard of that actually. They That's are, a new one to me. Yeah. They're like uh, the really expensive and nice underwear, but you can find them on sale at places. That's where I have mine, but yeah. they're like, they're anti-microbial. I probably butchered that. That's fine. So they're not supposed to saying. smell and stuff, but yeah, socks and underwear. You'll totally have to, t- you'll have to remind me of that name. Yeah. Um, cause I'll have to look into it cause I am a sucker for good underwear. Yeah. If you have $25 burning a hole in your pocket, go get yourself a pair of nice ex-officio underwear <laughs> every day, every day. I'm, I'm struggling are, to figure out what to spend $25 that's what, on. That's what I put on my Christmas list. Cause I, I don't, I can't spend the money myself, but I'm like, yeah, mom. Um, and she's like, you want me to spend $25 on a pair of underwear? You're only gonna get three gifts. I'm like, that's fine. 
as long as they're <laughs> yeah you know, under my, change your life oh dude speaking of this i always ask for hiking camping backpacking gear for christmas <laughs> or legos right but, um, the two main food groups yeah because it's like well i don't care if it's one gift like i need a new snowboarding jacket and i want an arcteryx one I don't care if it's the one gift I get. I want it. Yeah. See, that's kind of my biggest problem, though, is because I agree. But like a $900 jacket, that's not. This one isn't 900 so. You know, I'm, I can't I can't ask for a $900 gift. That's that's way too much. Oh, and, yeah. and so. I, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I'm not asking how, for that one. How do I politely ask for gift cards? <laughs> and then that's so lame on Christmas. But it's like I just have expensive taste with certain things, and yeah. I don't want to spend my money on it. But I would love no. for part of my gift to be that so that I can put a little bit of my money, a little bit of Christmas money. And then Exa- exactly. that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Dream. Yeah. I always ask it's for tough, socks though. and underwear, though. Yeah. Because no, it's classic. Like, oh. And you wear through them. And the thing yeah. I like about Darn Tough Socks is they have a lifetime warranty. So if you get a hole in them, you send them back. Bada bing, they bada are, oh, did I tell you, though? They are, the, they are hands down, though, the greatest socks on the planet. I had, yeah, I agree. I had a tragedy happen to me. That oh, I didn't, no. It happened during Boundary Waters. I didn't realize it until I got home. Are you ready for this? I don't know if I am. I'm not. So, <sighs> this is tough. Okay. I, okay, hold on. Yeah, deep breath. Are you yeah, sitting? Okay, I'm, I'm braced. Um, I, last day, last night, I've been wearing the, the socks that Paul got us for being in his wedding. Wait, you already? The whole week. I wore them all week. And they're really nice, thin, darn tough socks. Like $20, $25 socks. Easily. And Shout I, out I wore them for, for five days. And then the last day, I set them out to dry and air out a little bit because I was about to put them in my pack because I switched over to my last pair for the hike out. And I put them on a tree to dry. And then I went to bed and then I was in my sleeping bag and I was like, and the bugs were terrible. And I was like, so I didn't want to go out. And I was like, oh, I'll get them in the morning. Like, I'll remember. We got up at 5 a.m. You forgot. I forgot. (coughs) You. They are hanging on a pine tree. At least they were. Um, At a campsite. Here's what the worst part is. It's not even the fact that they were darn tough socks. It's the fact that they were a gift. Hmm. Thanks. Really rub it in. That yeah. I um just, I just washed mine. I did not wait marriage. to wear them again. <laughs> I know they were so nice. I literally, <laughs> you, I literally said, "Thank the Lord that they both made it out of the washer." You're dryer. making sometimes this so much better one. for me. This is this is making so, my loss so much easier. Thank well, you listen, so much. Sometimes the washer and dryer eats us. <laughs> oh off, no, I know for no sure. No matter how careful you are, <laughs> yeah, no, it just it, does. It happens. I pulled both of them out. I still have both of mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I might wear them tomorrow. Must be nice. Must be nice. Although they might still be there because um, Boundary Waters is completely closed right now. So well, it's going to get in. Go- I don't want to say it because it makes me mad that there's fires going on, but they might be engulfed in flames. The Oh, no. the The, the fire isn't in this area. Yeah. But the whole boundary water's closed. They just got to empty all the boundary waters and then Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> you pick it up and you move it over there. <laughs> you save the forest. Yeah. No, they they closed down all yeah. backcountry. Well, access. just call call Ely. Yeah, just and, let them and know. call Cheese and hey, say, hey, illegal, "Hey, since you sent us in the wrong direction, say, hey, here's the exact GPS yeah. <laughs> coordinates I need you they to go to cuz my socks are there." <laughs> um, hey Seth. Wow. Uh, do you want to hand me um, 
another yeah i'd love to yeah um uh, that but is, yeah that is actually way more of a, a tra- <coughs> oh, here a, um way more of a tragedy than i thought because i was like oh he's just, he can just get him fixed no he's, i was like oh he sent him on a tree they got a hole in, oh no the story's getting worse yeah no it went it oh was bad oh my gosh man i yeah i'm yeah. sorry no it's okay i'm gonna pour this beer out into my glass right yeah pour um, one out for our homie yeah because this glass says or this can says we love beer you love beer let's get together that's what we're doing i love darn tough socks you love darn tough socks I still have mine. It's tragic. If you um, happen to be at the Boundary Waters at a campsite on Little Crab, no, actually Crab Lake, and uh, come across a pair of darn tough socks, just uh, send them my way. Go ahead and uh, send me a DM. I'll send you my address. And thanks so much for doing that. But all right, are we ready for uh, principle two? I think we are. All right, Devin is is pouring his beer, so I'm just going to go ahead and move right into the second thing. Um, that another, another one of the basics that I feel like is super important is layering, which sounds, um, I like how you just said, are we ready? You could clearly see me. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I said it before I thought about it. Okay. And so, but now you're ready. Layering is, I think more, almost more important than the gear, because if you have something that's not warm enough or you have something that's not waterproof enough, right. Yeah, just put more layers, and, and on. you you make it work with with what you got, and so it's or a. If you don't have a perf- sleeping bag that's warm enough, right? So on and so on. You layer it in. You put a you know a fleece liner in, not yep. just a fleece liner, Jake. Um, but yeah, um, so layering, you know, the way it was taught to me is your your body is, um, you know, temperature goes up and down, and you regulate it like with a thermostat. So, yep. when it gets cold, you know, you put on another layer rather than just having one parka. You know, you have three lighter jackets that you can kind of put up i will say and i think you actually said that you do this too perhaps one um weird thing that i do with layering is i typically refuse to put on my warm like my last layer when i'm really cold um i just don't put it on i did i did not say this (laughs) i can't remember who i was talking to um yeah so there it's one of those things i think it's a mental thing the idea that i have another layer of my bag that i could put on just gives me a sense of security that it's like (laughs) i might be cold but i could go put that jacket on but if i have everything in my pack on um i I, that's 100 percent. you just a great mindset to have okay yeah there's nowhere if if you're cold you're you're just you're done yeah it's like well no matter what i do i'm not getting warmer and so there was one trip specifically it was may in colorado and it was a huge snow year this was 2019 and i was guiding a trip and i'm not kidding you it was it was it was arctic temperatures it was so cold and the wind was so strong and like literally like we're camping hiking everything on like six foot of snow like there's not even we didn't even see the ground like after the first day and we are sitting around um, around sharing stories not a campfire um unfortunately that would have been way warmer um but yeah and i didn't have my down jacket on and everyone was like you are a crazy person put on your jacket and i was like it's over at that point it's over if that jacket goes on there's nothing i can do i'm just cold and so that's a weird thing that i do about layering 
Like it makes sense though. Like your reasoning <clears throat> yeah. behind it. Yeah. There's logic to it. Yeah. My setup, um, I do like a tighter fitting synthetic, like a Under Armour or whatever. Then I do a fleece. Um, I use Melanzana, but any any kind of fleece material. Oh, no, 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 not any. I, I, I'm gonna go back real quick to the one piece of gear that I get if my house is on fire. My Melly. Your Melly. Oh my god. It is probably the hardest to replace. It is. So for those of you who don't know, Melanzana is a company that makes fleece, overpriced fleece jackets in Leadville, Colorado. You can't buy them online. You can only buy them in Leadville, Colorado. You can only Colorado. buy them in person. And a lot of times when you go, they'll be sold out. And so you get like put on a wait list. And they sell them right there in the shop. They've actually been offered to be bought out for like millions of dollars and been like, nah, we're good. We're just going to keep doing our thing. They just you, refuse you know to sell crazy? out. Is I know people who live in Twin Lakes, which is the next town over. And, and so I, I have that opportunity to get Melly's, and I just never use it. Yeah. They're a little expensive, but they're definitely worth it. They're, they're like a light. It is my number one um, layered item when I go snowboarding. Yeah. Because the, the hood, great. it has a special hood. Yeah. It goes it, like cinches right. on your face. Yeah. And it's like. It can almost be used as like a like a balaclava, so it can like cinch around your nose, yeah. so it keeps your face warm, and then it has like a perfect eye opening for your goggles. But it's also just a perfect like it is the perfect thing yeah. for everything. It's one of those things that's so popular and trendy I that I hate to love it because it's like okay, I don't know where it is. You better find it. I but was just thinking to my, I don't know where my mouth is. That is a that's a scary thought. I've I've had that. I had that with the Arteryx shirt when I left it in Tennessee. I was like dug through my bag. I was like, it's gotta be here. It's gotta be here. It's gotta, it wasn't there. So I I, I hope for better I'm for you. I'm freaking out right now. So. Although if karma was true, after the way you treated me with those yeah, socks, I was just gonna say. But I wouldn't wish that on on you. So, um, but yeah, if you if you want to look trendy, um, let's say you you know it's you know it's are like, a, a youth group leader at a church and you really want to you know you know it's crazy trendy, though. Where that? You know who got me my Melly? Who's that? Paul. Of course. Paul, so, he was out there? Yeah. He was on his way back from a trip the night guy did. Pretty sure. So he, he called me and he was like, they only have this size. And I was like, ah, oh, it won't work. And then I called him back and said, yeah, that is my size. <laughs> so like if I lost that, we'd both lose. A, I, I mean, I paid tough. for it. So right. it's not like, but like, yeah, Paul E.D., man, always coming in clutch. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sidetracked a little bit there. After... Um, after my fleece, I usually wear a down jacket, and then I have a rain jacket. And that's my anything in the mountains system. And then, like, if I'm going somewhere in Michigan, I'll usually dial it back if it's in the summer, and I'll dial it up if it's in the winter. Because um, you never know in Michigan. Right. I am the I, – I have nothing more to add to that. My yeah. my layering system is the exact same. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much the go-to. It works for – probably 90% of the weather you'll see yeah. in the United States. Um, like it just, it just works. Um, so yeah, layering, um, the, the, one of the last principles, I have a few other like small tidbits, but that I kind of learned was this, and this is in regards to like backpacking and stuff is ounces turn to pounds and pounds turn to pain. Um, so a lot of people would come out and they'd be like, we'd be doing like our packing stations where we're like going over everything they're going to bring. And they're like, 
I'm just going to throw in this extra shirt. Like, I'm just going to throw in these extra this or like extra that. Well, I'm just going to throw this in. And like, oh, this is light. I'm just going to throw it in. But if you like collected all that and waited to be like, oh, that's an extra five pounds of clothing that you really don't need. And so that's where like having a, a puffy jacket and a, and a fleece compared to like a cotton sweatshirt or a parka yeah. is going to make a huge difference because especially if you're backpacking or like even on a canoe trip, like you're carrying all that weight and it adds up. And so um, in terms of gear, you might not necessarily need to go buy the lightest Arteryx jackets and all that, um, but you kind of just want to be aware um, like when it comes to bringing extras. Yeah, um, and I want to... I want to get that printed on a T-shirt. Ounces turned to I did not coin that, just for the record. I don't care. It's a popular, it, nope, popular We're saying. Around the campfire um, merch coming soon. But uh, okay, so that's kind of the the basic principles with gear. Yeah. Um, do you, you hold on? You never said the piece of gear that you would get oh. from your burning house. <sighs> hmm. You've had a whole podcast to think about this. I know. And here I am. I am not super attached to my backpack, which is actually a woman's pack that I bought used from the Girl Scouts, <laughs> just for the record. Um, <laughs> which I love. It's got boob. Um, the shoulder straps have boob. It's got boob. It's got boob. <laughs> it's got uh, this, this woman's backpack has boob. Uh, no, it has boob. <laughs> you got to let me finish my sentence here. <laughs> The straps have thank you outcroppings for boobs there, um, and so <laughs> you started the exact same way three times in a row, dude. <laughs> and, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. So I used uh, that's my pack, and I I have no strong attachments to it in terms of like functionality, but it's gotten the job done for me. Um, I. <laughs> Next time I go to REI or something to go get a backpack, we'll be like, wait, does it got boob? <laughs> yeah, does this have boob? So I just have one clarifying question. Does this have boob? This, listen, it fits great, <laughs> except I just wanna uh, I just wanna ask, does yeah, this does yeah. have boob? Boob no? or yeah. Okay, so you're not attached to that. So what are you what are you snagging? What are you keeping protecting? Uh probably my sleeping bag and or quilt. Um, okay. I have a Kamek sleeping Ooh. bag that they don't make anymore, and it's so nice. I love Kamek. Kamek is great. I don't own anything by them. Out of Austin, Texas. But they, I'd love to have they something They were from big them. partners with um, WayForward when I worked there. Really? So my, yeah, I have a pro deal through them, which essentially a pro deal is, um, for those of you who don't know, is uh, you get a discount on gear because you're guiding. So they figure exposure is is great right so i have a kamek sleeping bag and then i was given a kamek quill i have a kamek hammock straps yeah i forgot how i found them it was like through some instagram yeah. promotion they're a cool company they're super cool i think they're a b corp yeah um which essentially means they like give away so many of their profit so much of their profit to certain wilderness and, stuff. and yeah and so, yeah but yeah, that's probably what I would grab. Um, I mean, I smart love, choice. It's super comfortable. It's super like it cinches everywhere, so you can make it as big or small as you want. It's super warm. My it's sleeping great. bag uh, is a Big Agnes, which is a company out of Steamboat, Colorado. Also, big fan. Big fan of it. Yeah, they make great tents as well. They do. 
Yeah. So I know we talked about this a long time ago, but I, I kind of want to do it in recording. Um, I'm just going to name some companies and I want you to, I want you to say just, just based off of you and experiences and what you've heard of, I yep. want you to label the company S tier being the best. Yep. Uh, F tier being absolutely not. I'm not even going to waste my money on that company yeah. at all. Let's do it. Um, and we'll just kind of we'll kind of rip through it. Sweet, let's do it. Alrighty, I mean, we'll start off with the S tier company that I think we both know, and that's Arcteryx, right? <laughs> they're yeah, we're they're gonna S-tier, label that S tier for right? sure. Although I can't afford them, they are S tier. Yeah, and um, I'm just gonna go off of memory. Yep. Uh, so I'm not looking at any list. Craig doesn't have any. Um, anything pulled up on the screen here for me to read. I'm just going to name companies off the top of my head and let's do it. We'll go, we'll go with it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Patagonia. B tier. North face. C tier. Merrill. C tier. Rab. I've never owned or anything with it. I think they have nice down jackets, but probably somewhere between C and B tier. Okay. I, I respect it. Uh, big Agnes. Uh, B tier. Nemo. A tier. Osprey. B tier. Uh, B tier. B tier? B tier. Gregory. C tier. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd agree there. Uh, Smart Wool. <clears throat> Ooh, that's tricky because I don't use Smart Wool, but that doesn't mean it's not a good product. Uh, B tier. B tier. Okay. Have you ever heard of a company called Viore? Yeah. Uh, the wool yeah. company? Yeah. Uh, or... Like silky smooth uh, base layer stuff. Is it stuff? like Vorm, like V O O R M I ish? No, there's no M. How it's V U O R I. No, I've not heard of them. I'm thinking of a small Colorado company that you makes merino wool stuff, and it is like the most ex- outlandishly expensive stuff I've ever seen. But it, it looks really nice. I've never, I can't even afford to go in the store. <laughs> so, <laughs> and a different product. What was it called? Vermi or something like that. Okay, we're gonna have to research that yeah. one. Um, but I have not heard of that one then. Okay. Uh, outdoor research. A tier. A tier. Mountain hardware. C tier. Uh, mountain research. Is it? Uh, mountain warehouse? Mountain warehouse. Mountain warehouse. D tier. D tier. Yeah. Now, I say that. But if you're balling on a budget. Great company to oh, start off Oh, absolutely. With. I have one of their down jackets and it. it's left-handed zipper. Other than that, perfect. Left? Also, kind of a funny story. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> one time I was at a campfire wearing that jacket mountain warehouse jacket and i uh stood up <laughs> t- to go take a pee and i started to turn on my oh, stand up no. oh, and my no. shoe was untied and i stood up um, fell backwards into the fire <laughs> Just, <laughs> the like, jacket's gone yeah it, it feathers flying everywhere because it's down and so i literally looked like just a, a chicken like if if I had walked through thirty seconds earlier, you wouldn't know if it was me or a chicken, a herd of chickens that had just walked through because just feathers flying everywhere. And so I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do about this? It's obviously no good. You can't sew it. So I took it, I put it in a plastic bag, and I, I took it into the store in the mall, and I handed it over to the guy at the thing, and I was like, I just didn't say anything. I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to see like maybe like warranty. And he's like, well, what happened? I was like. You know, and he, like, as I was kind of stalling, he opened it up and feathers started flying all over the store. And he was like, 
what in the heck? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, all right, well, we'll just get you a new one. <laughs> Didn't even ask he's like, I don't want to deal he with like, this. He's like, if I open this any farther, the whole store is going to be covered in feathers. So I'm just, I'm he's like, I do he's not like, want to deal with this. I make $9 an hour. I'm not about <laughs> to do this. And so I got a brand new jacket out of it. So I love it. Yeah. Um, worked out. Uh, Columbia. D tier. Okay. I feel like I've I've lowballed all these. I feel like you could probably move all of them up one tier. Here's the thing. I feel like each company has tiers within itself. Yeah, that's totally true. Except Arcteryx. I yeah. don't produce But then, you know, thing. I even knock them down a, a tier or two because of price. It's like, we get it. You make the best. But, like, can we really justify spending $900? Come on. You know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe if I was, like, a legitimate athlete. You know? That's like Yeti. They yeah. legitimately make the best coolers. Yeah, they yeah. They're just so expensive. They are. And yet I own I know. Five thermoses. Yeah. I have two coolers, both gifts. And like probably six thermoses, and I think I've bought none of them. Yeah. But like Yeti. I'd throw it up there in yeah. A tier. You know what Yeti is? Yeti is a great company gift. It is a great company. Like when your company is like, hey, we did really well this year. We're going to get you Christmas gifts. Here's a $500 bonus. And they stick it in a Yeti cup. That's just that's pure class. Yep. You know, it's pure class at this at that point. Yep. That's that's what Yeti is to me. It's it's a great it's a great company gift. I I completely agree. Um I was trying to think of like footwear companies, but like I can't think of yeah. any off the top of my head. Um in terms of so in terms of like buying gear and stuff, like if you're someone who is looking to enhance yours or get into it or whatever. Um, number one thing is like find the deals. REI has a garage sale. Yes. Moose Jaw has a used gear sale. Um, Sierra Trading Post is a great spot to find like super cheap stuff. Um, all of the Steep company, and Cheap is all a website. Com- yeah. All the companies we just mentioned <laughs> have used gear programs. Yeah. Backcountry offers a lot of. And so, like, if you walk into a Moose Jaw or an REI or any, you know, gear store, and you look at the price tags, you could rack up three grand worth of gear in a few Four se- items. Yeah, like, literally. And, you know, having having started into this kind of industry um, in college when I had no money, you can do it for super cheap. So don't let anyone tell you that. You need to have Arteryx or you need to have the best. It's like whatever works for you. I kind of mentioned it last video, like that lady who kind of gave me a reality check when she was like, you know, I started out in jeans in a high school backpack and whatever gets you out there. And like, that's so true. And gear is one of those things that like, there are certain things that are worth the money and the investment if you're going to really get into it. But there's a lot of things where you can kind of cut some corners on and save a lot of money. Yeah, I think, I think the gear is important. The brand isn't. Mm-hmm. So like when you when you go on a backpacking trip, you need a good backpack that has both shoulder straps and a waist strap. Correct. Right? Yeah. If you can find a backpack that has that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's going to do you a lot better. It, you're going to have a sleeping bag and a sleeping bag and a sleeping pad. Like those are things you need. Yeah. But like whatever you right wherever you buy it or the brand doesn't matter. And and if you're at a place where you're like, oh, I'd really like to start getting out and doing this kind of thing, but I only, you know, I don't have this and I can't afford it and you can't find it, then look at your gear and cater a trip to what your gear can handle. Exactly. You know, if you have a big sleeping bag and a heavier tent, then like 
do some car camping, drive out into the middle of a national forest, set up your base camp, and then go on day hikes from there. Or, you know, whatever. You can always, like, cater up and down your trip to your gear. The important thing is getting out there and enjoying it and and doing the stuff. Um, I would say, say too, that, like, um, your footwear is pretty important. Yeah. Like, I was just reading it. Socks, underwear, shoes. Yes. Yeah. I was just reading an an article where um, rescuers just had to rescue this kid um, in Utah. Uh, Actually, he fell, like, 30 feet and luckily, he only hurt his ankle, but like, crazy. Uh, they they kind of um, uh, they made it seem like the reason that it had happened was because of poor gear, and like, so they made a statement like, "Hey, if you're gonna go out in the canyons and stuff, make sure you at least have adequate shoes on." Right. Like they were hunt, like they were hiking in like, yeah, sandals, not like chacos, but like sandals. Yeah, and and other things were like. You, just, you're either going to stub your toe, you're yeah. going to fold over the sandal, you're going to trip and fall. So, like, right. I think that's, footwear is a, a, also a very important piece of gear to have. Yeah. Um, and something that's secure, it's going to keep your foot sturdy, so you're not going to roll right. an ankle, but also have a thick tread so you're not doing anything. Yeah. I, I feel like most of the time when you see something happen, like, people get lost or people die out there, whatever, it's, it's usually from a lack of preparedness. And they weren't, they didn't have adequate gear for what they were getting into. So, you know, they go out for a day hike, get turned around, didn't bring headlamps or any sort of light source. That just furthers the problem. You know, they didn't bring enough water. They didn't bring enough, you know, a warm jacket, whatever. And so figuring out where you're going and what you need. Um, This podcast will get you your foot in the door and kind of get you thinking. But, you know, really you need to do your own research on that um, and figure out if this is something you're going to do for the first time or you're not really sure, um, or maybe you have been doing it a while, but you're going to try something different, you know, a little bit of research goes a long way. So you're prepared and you're ready. Um, you know, and there's, there's a lot of cheap ways to be prepared. Exactly. I, I think you can, you can get out there, have some fun and, and do anything with next to nothing. Absolutely. Like, even if you're hiking like Rosy Mound, for example, in, in Grand Haven, which is literally a perfectly groomed sand slash dirt trail with perfect two by four steps, like you're out there doing something. Yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> also, just real quick, I'm going to throw in the word of the week, which is going to be dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Nice. Just because we ate some today. Dragon. Yeah. Look up. Uh, so Texas yeah. dragon fruit or message us on Instagram dragon fruit. If you listened to this episode. Perfect. Yeah. Right, um, I actually I was on a bike ride today. Um, Me I too. Went, I went past Rosie Mound actually. Oh, nice. My bike and I was out. And so for those of you now that I've been more active on social media or if you're friends with my mom on Facebook and you've been seeing the things she's been posting me or just anyone, um, you'll notice that I have. You know, put on a few pounds uh, since you old high school or college. You know, not as I, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, you know, it's. It I've is only what known it is. you. I've only known you this weight. Yeah, and and you know, I'm perfect the way I am. You know, that's what I tell myself. You but really uh, are. no, I I that's as something you that devoured like, a bullet Chipotle when you okay, got to my to house. To be fair, it was after my bike ride. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was something that like I'm at net neutral right I'm now. I'm like, I want to lose some weight you know and i yeah. i don't like going to the gym i just it's not something i enjoy doing you go it's sterile 
just a sterile environment. It's just not. Some people love it. Not for me. Brad's. Yeah. And so I was talking actually to uh, somebody and kind of just going over like some stuff. And um, he was like, find something you like doing outside and do it four days a week. Like that's active. And I was like, and he's like, you will lose weight if you're watching what you eat and you're active four days a week. Wait, can you, can, can you see that first part again? If you're watch what? Watch your, what you eat. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? My Chipotle? Yeah. I think that's a healthy alternative to McDonald's. It is. Taco Bell. It, yes. It is a much. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Oh, here's a question. We should go rock climbing sometime then. I'm down. Do, do you like to rock climb? I do. Let's go rock climbing I feel sometime. like. The weight that I've gained is going to make it much more difficult than before. Exactly. You'll burn more calories. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that that was also, I mean, we joke, but that was one of the things I said. Like, I'm not willing to give up the things I enjoy. And I really enjoy food. I really enjoy drinking a beer. I yes. really enjoy those and things. And I'm not here to not enjoy life to look a certain way. But I want to feel good. Yeah, you're already married. so like Right. Um, and so that's kind of what he said. And so for me, I kind of found bike riding this summer um, as, a, as a good exercise, and I've loved doing it. It gets me active. I, don't, I do it for like 45 minutes. I'm using my dad's old 10-speed bike from the 70s Good. that when I got it had holes in the tires that you could see the tube. Like on wait, the wait, sides. let me guess. How, did you did you patch them with tenacious tape? I didn't. <laughs> I actually, you'd be proud of me. I went and got the bike tuned up at the local bike shop. Of course you did. And uh, put some new tires on it. And I've been rocking that. It was a cheap, you know, well, it was free. And then I had to put a little bit of money into the tires and stuff. Um, but I've been doing that and feeling way better. And so It's just, funny that you say that because I'm rebuilding an old iguana, which is a bike. Yeah. A giant iguana uh, from like the 80s. It's in the back of my Jeep right now. That's sweet. I can't it's, wait it's to go a fun bike little, riding. Yeah, it's a fun little project. I biked at a gym last night, but yeah, early this morning, I should say. So all that to say, get out, do something, stay active, make you feel better. Yeah, I feel like we talked about gear and we got sidetracked a lot, but that's going to happen. You need to get used to that. Yeah. Seth and I are going to have a specific topic we kind of want to stay on, and then we're going to meander right. kind of everywhere on it. Yeah, so we'll find our way. Yeah. We got to leave something to talk about next time we talk about gear. Yeah, I think so. I made some notes and we probably covered mm, a third of them. <laughs> if that, <laughs> if that, and so, um, but yeah, we'll definitely do some more on this. Um, if this was something you liked, let us know. Yes, please. Um, we're still, you know, we're young in this and yeah, we're still figuring four. it out. So, you know, if there's stuff you like, please let us know. We'll do more of it. Um, if not, we're going to keep just trying things, experimenting, and um, ultimately just having fun. So Yeah. I, I mean, we'll, we'll ideally talk about gear one more time because Seth has least, a story yeah. about uh, th- this one time he was hiking in Anaconda, ate his entire pack, and he yeah. had to wrestle his backpack yeah. out, out of the gut of an Anaconda. So at one point in time, we're going to yeah. talk about gear again because right. that, story that story, I'll probably share it. Probably is, share that story next episode. Is ridiculous. Yeah, just at it's, the beginning. We won't talk about gear again, but we will talk about that. Yeah, it is sure. compelling from start to finish. I, I um, Also, pro tip, if you're in the mountains and marmots are present, hide your <laughs> trekking poles. Wait, sorry. Hold on, hold on. 
I just laughed because <laughs> you made a funny face. Okay, say that all over again. Okay. You're in the mountains. If you're in the mountains. there's marmots present. The marmots are present. Hide the handles of your trekking poles if they are cork because oh, no. they will eat them. I'm not saying I've experienced it firsthand, but I know someone who did, and they like the saltiness from your sweaty hands and will come and eat your cork handles. All right. The brand marmot. What tier? Uh... C tier. Okay. Yeah. I just thought of marmots. Marmots are a cool animal. They're like a mountain groundhog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have some, <laughs> good, actually, good I have some pro tip. crazy marmot stories. Okay. So <laughs> we'll share those for another day. Yeah. Cause we're, we're wrapping up yeah. right near the end. But, here. um, I yeah. need to hear those. They're, they're pretty funny. And unfortunately I can't hear them. I know until, yeah. Until I'd hate to waste record. a good story telling you when people aren't listening. I hate it. I hate it. It's my biggest pet peeve. I know, same. But, all right. Well, that pretty much wraps us up. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening this far. Um, We love the support. Um, We're having a ton of fun doing this. Yeah. Um, So thank you guys so much. Also, I just want to throw in a quick thing. We can see a map of where y'all listen from. Whoever is listening in Belgium, Germany, Ireland, Ireland, or Brazil, or Brazil. Please message us on yes, Instagram. Please just say At hi around We're, the campfire pod. Seth and Devin, please. I'm just dying to know. I'm dying to know if who it was you an are. accident. <laughs> if it's because, an accident, cool. I'm I'm glad you listened once. Right. If it's not, and you're here for the long haul, we are more yeah ecstatic than ever that you're yeah. a part of it, and we want to we want to get to know you. So or, and and share any stories you have yeah uh, from overseas. Um hikes camps backpacks yeah. that'd be that'd be fun and For we'd sure. love to we'd love to kind of hear your story on it too sweet all right thank you guys so much and we will see you next week mm-hmm.